Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Dermot and Dave's Mind Yourself Now. Mind Yourself Now. Mind Yourself Now. Mind Yourself Now. We're minding ourselves and we're getting uh, one of the country's most famous experts in to help us today. As annoying as it is, exercise is important, but for Mind Yourself Now today, we're asking our expert, who you'll know from shows like Operation Transformation, Professor Niall Moyner from DCU. We're asking him, what's the least amount of exercise we have to do to stay healthy? Everyone's looking at me, Niall. They're going, Dave, why did you organise this conversation with Niall Moyner? <laughs> well, it's the question that everyone wants answered. What's, yeah. What's, how can I get most bang from my buck doing Exactly. That's that's the bottom line here. Yeah, well, um, I know you've developed your own test um, and we can get to some of those exercises in a minute. But um, do you think that some people just think that the whole exercise thing is too overwhelming? So, But actually, if we aimed a bit lower, we could actually have a little bit more success in feeling healthier and and being healthier. Interesting question. Uh, Believe it or not, that exercise is alien to us as humans. We never exercised. For millions of years. Right. Can you imagine a hunter-gatherer going out? They, on average, they walk around 13 kilometres a day, the men, the women mm. around 9 to 10. Can you imagine them coming home from doing that and saying, I've got to put on my runners and go to the gym and lift some weights here? <laughs> well, that's funny. I was watching a documentary where I can't remember who was leading the documentary, but they spent time with the, with one of these hunter-gatherer tribes. It was like one of the, the last hunter-gatherer yeah. tribes uh, on Earth. And exactly that. So they got up the, every morning, they... they ran to get the you know hunting and then they came back and when they when the guy in the documentary suggested oh you know we go running you know for fun and they were just (laughs) bewildered to go why Why? would you do that we just want to rest and they spend most of the day resting and so that leads to the next question is what is exercise and you have to take one step back from that it's actually physical activity is what we should be Mm, advocating And physical activity is basically any body movement other than sitting and lying. So if you're standing, walking, jogging, no matter what you're doing, if you're not sitting and you're not lying, you're physically active. And that's what hunter-gatherers did for years. They were all the time moving, they were hunting, Mm. they were getting berries and crops, etc., etc. And it's only probably since the Industrial Revolution that we had more free time. And yes, that we, we started concentrating on surviving. Yeah, and we started doing more sedentary activities. We started working in offices. Then all of a sudden, we weren't getting the daily physics. Even within a generation in Ireland, you think of back baling hay or, make, or saving the hay. You're out with a fork when you're putting the hay into hay Foot on the turf. Yeah, that, that's only within you know, a, a generation. So exercise, that's why so people don't like exercising. They don't mind being physically active, walking somewhere or going to the store. Mm. But you mentioned the word exercise and I think the other problem with it, compared to physical activity though, exercise is discretionary physical activity and it's done with a purposeful intent Mm. to improve your health or your fitness. So they're two totally different constructs. The message we need to be getting across is being physically active. Whatever that looks like. Rather than sitting or standing. It doesn't make any yeah. difference at what intensity, whether it's standing all day, whether it's just walking, ambulating around the office or the house, being physically active, because that will increase your energy. Just standing up increases your energy expenditure more than any medication or any ergogenic aid or any supplement will ever do. Yeah. If people just realise well, that. Just get up out of the chair. Yeah. Dermot and I both wear these Whoop fitness trackers, right? Fitness wearables. And... 
it, mine is a bit like my Netflix. You know the way Netflix sometimes goes, hey, you still there? <laughs> my, my whoop sometimes says that to me and go, uh, you still alive? And I'm like, yeah, I'm just really chilled like, out today. You know? You've had a great sleep. You're like, oh, I was at work for the last eight hours. <laughs> so say like, yesterday I was down with my, my kids who were in Athlone for the weekend and I donned a wetsuit Hopped into a lake. None of us can believe this, but quickly the way. got got cold water shock and choked for two or three minutes while trying to convince my family it was fine to jump in. But like now my whoop is like, Oh my god, like you did stuff and I'm like, Yeah, I did stuff and I'm never doing it again. But you also don't know now which exercise or which sort of fairly innocuous form of movement, like you say, is actually going to be helpful. I have the same fitness tracker and I, I played uh, four hours of golf yesterday on a, a wild links course and I, I was quite tired after it. I came home and I did 20 minutes of hoovering and my fitness tracker told me that the 20 minutes of hoovering um, actually maxed out my heart rate and was more strain on my body than the four hours of golf. So, so you just don't know. I'd be looking for a rebate on your track. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but what yeah. Durham mentioned these tests that everyone listening now can do yeah. to try and assess, I suppose, where they are in terms of what they need to do. What kind of tests do you have? Well, we need to step back one step. Okay. And when you say fit... Fit for what? Mm. There's a big difference in being fit to be an athlete, to run a marathon or to go to the Olympic Games or to play a team sports. That's called sports-related fitness. Mm. What, we're, what we're talking about here is health-related fitness. Okay. And these are, 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 are components that are related to your ability to perform activities of daily living and they reduce your risk for future disease. So there are four health-related fitness components. They are cardiovascular fitness, that's your heart and your lungs and your muscles. There's muscle strength and endurance, which is very much underappreciated other than the gym goers and is probably as important as cardiovascular fitness. The third then is ideal body composition. So muscle mass to, to, to fat ratio. So that's a big issue in modern society. And then the final one, again, very much underappreciated, is flexibility and balance. Mm. Now, they're all interlinked because as we age, something called proprioception, we know where we are in time and space, but as we get older, we actually lose that. So it's a bit like when we were doing Operation Transformation last year and we were testing the participants and we give them a trial on, for this balance. And the first person, they... they they lasted about less than a millisecond and the foot hit the floor again. Then after one or two tries, they got to three, four, five seconds. But the point I made that day was when you're walking down the street, you slip on the sidewalk and you fall on your backside, you can't say, oh, can I go back and try that again? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. You get one opportunity and it's a major, major risk for falls. So it is balance and flexibility, rather than that being some kind of, you know, yoga flexibility that you need to do this move or that move, it is really as you get older, you actually improve your chances of, all jokes aside, staying upright and not having a tumble because you're, you're more flexible, you're more aware of where you are and your balance is better. Correct. And plus, if you maintain muscle mass is one of the things in modern society, because if you look at the current recommendations from the HSC, so mm. that all adults should get around 30 minutes of moderate to vigorous activity every day, at least five days. That's brisk walking. But in addition to that, the new guidelines state that we need to get at least two days a week of resistance training. Mm. And that's training to maintain muscle mass. Now think about it. If you're over the age of 30, I'm sorry to disappoint you, but you're on the, you're on the down curve. Mm. If you start 
lifting weights at a very young age, you can probably man- maintain your peak muscle up to the age of 50, actually. So there are many 50-year-olds with far more muscle than 20-year-olds who are, who are not lifting weights. But after the age of 50, 30, 50, we start to see this drop. Now, women start women don't attain the same level of muscle, so they start to drop from a much lower level. Mm. So the, the likelihood is they can reach what we call a frailty threshold, where they lose their independence much earlier than men. So for women, it is so important that they maintain muscle mass. But a big issue in this country is that a lot of young girls don't have the self-efficacy to walk into a gym and to do their own program. They just feel uncomfortable doing that. And that's, that's a question as a society we really have to ask mm. ourselves. How are is our young girls and boys, for that matter, leaving secondary school and not having the competency or having the, 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 the wherewithal and the confidence to walk into a gym and just to do a simple resistance program because it can have an enormously impactful effect on their overall health as they go through mm. life. Well, there was no standardised official test in Ireland for fitness. So you developed your own and you've divided that into five simple components. So waistline measurement, a balance test, lower body strength, upper body strength test and aerobic endurance. So they're your, your five pillars as it were. Yeah, no, first of all, I wouldn't be smart enough now to come up with to be something so original. So, of course, <laughs> I stole other people's work. Basically, what we're doing is we're assessing those four health-related fitness components. Mm. We're assessing balance, strength, endurance, and body composition by, by, by the waist tape. That's exactly what we're doing. And what I would like to see, we tried to do it initially the first year in Operation Transformation, is that maybe if there was an app developed and that everyone in the country started doing this and they downloaded their data into an app and then all of a sudden we have standardised norms for the Irish population mm. because a 70-year-old female would be different to a 50-year-old male. Mm. So it isn't a one-size-fits-all. But they're the four basic fitness components and I also wanted to develop a test that anyone could do at home. This, you don't have to walk into a gym. These are simple tests. And, you know, a, a good example, again, coming back to muscle mass, when you get up off the chair now, do you use your hands to get up off the chair? Uh, no, I'll stunt roll off it. Like, I will definitely, yes, yeah, I'll definitely um, use my why hands. Why do you do that? Because you've lost strength in your muscle, in your leg. You're not getting up because you've, you've, you've lost the ability. Right, so to get up out of a chair and not use your hands would yeah. be a good Yeah, when you're tying the lace of your shoe, do you bring the shoe up to the chair or do you go down to the floor? Uh, no, I have to get a, f- a family member to help me. <laughs> <laughs> but these, are, these, these are small. Right, you wear yeah. slippers full time now. Walking down the stairs, you hold on to the handrails. They're, these are all small signs that we're losing muscle, and you're compensating un- unknowing to yourself. So the chair is an interesting one. Is that part of can you, is that part of a test or part of an exercise yeah. you can do? So one, one, one of the one of the, the the four tests that we have to assess your muscle strength is just to cross your arms. Cross your shoulders and with so like like Dracula in the coffin. Yeah, that's yeah. it. And just step up a chair and see how many you can do in thirty seconds. And then there are standard. There are certain minimums that whether you're a male <laughs> or a female. <laughs> yeah. Just in one, very confidently. <laughs> so the, the balance one, Niall, is very interesting uh, because it's one that people would consider to be very easy. Uh, but so you stand up. You cross your arms across your chest like we just did there and then you raise one leg in the air With your, and then you close your eyes. And then you close your eyes. Now that's the moment where it all goes. That's because the you go, exception. This is perfectly easy. <laughs> then you close your eyes and suddenly your ankle is having a freak out because yeah. it's like, whoa, whoa, which way? So you realise how many cues you pick up on when your eyes are open in terms of just giving you a, a where in the universe you are. I, I famously, as Dermot will say, because I constantly tell the story, broke my leg in 2010 and I had to go back to rehab, a dislocated ankle, all that kind of stuff. But the number one exercise the physio gave me was exactly that, standing with your arms over your chest, your eyes closed and standing on a towel 
because your foot would grip it the way your hand would and that would just strengthen the ankle and the muscles and everything all the time. But that keeping that balance on a towel with your eyes closed and your little toes mm. gripping like a finger. Well, try it now if you're listening uh, and obviously not driving. Or if, you're, if you're somewhere safe and you can stand on one leg, arms across the chest Don't and cheat. close your eyes. Yeah. Like yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll think that you've got good balance until you close your eyes and then you start to flop all over the place. And Niall, the point of this then, as we said, is like we said earlier on, the point of this is as we get older, the, having this, having a better balance can help protect us from injury in later yeah. years. And it's the same with all the, the components of fitness is you want a reserve. Mm. So there's a minimum amount we need to, minimum fitness we need to be able to perform activities of daily living, going to the bathroom, walking up and down stairs. And we have a huge, a, a very, very early in life, there's a huge reserve. But as we lose our strength and our fitness and our flexibility, that reserve gets smaller. And smaller, then all yeah. of a sudden one day you say, God, I can't walk up the stairs and mm. I need to use a walking stick. And this happens to very many people. And it's happening younger because people now are developing chronic diseases. We're becoming more inactive. It's part of the industrialization of the world. You know, we've engineered physical activity out of our lives for, mm. for the most part. And that's why, going back to the beginning, so we have to put this exercise in now. Mm. We've got to put this discretionary activity into our day yeah. because it's so important for our health. They've even done studies on just general photos that were taken on beaches oh, in the yeah. 70s. And if you compare them to photos taken on beaches now, you can see the the increase in obesity, um, and that's you know primarily due to that lack of movement and also you know eat fast food and everything else that we've yeah, got so comfortable. I, I, I witnessed that firsthand. I lived in America for quite a period of time. When I came back to live in Ireland again, I remember the first time I went to the continent, I noticed it. But not, not the younger generation, but the men and women in their maybe fifties, sixties, and seventies. You just didn't see that level of overweight in mm. the in the seventies when I first started going to the continent. So yeah, that that's so true. We walk through an airport in America, you know, or to, you know, yeah. you'll certainly see the. the well, I, I just maintain I was born maybe a hundred hundred and fifty years too too young. So that if I'm born in the future, I'll be born like come out like then get like transferred my consciousness transferred into the body of an Adonis, <laughs> and then I would just sit there in some kind of I don't know Vat. soup. A vat of gloop <laughs> as a consciousness, but I'd be out walking around like, looking amazing on the beach. That's what it's all about. Uh, where can people find your standardised test, Niall? Well, we, we did it last year with Operation Transformation, mm. so it was on the RTE site. Yeah. I'm not too sure if it's still there, but we are going to do it again next year. We're going to put a really big push. And it's important that people can see the change. I mean, one of the biggest disappointments for me was that I don't think any female in the last two years was able to do one normal push-up. Not one. They had to do it on their knees, mm. which means they're losing their upper body strength. And the body is extremely adaptable. Our muscles, even at the age of 100, mm. we can increase our muscle strength. It's amazing. It's an extremely adaptable organ and our heart and our lungs. And I want people to be able to see how quickly they can see improvements. And a very important message is that the people who get most bang for their buck, believe it or not, are the people who are the least active right now. If they do ah, something, right. they get phenomenal improvements compared to someone who's mm. already physically active. They're not going to get anywhere near the same benefits that they increase sure. their activity the same amount. Yeah, right. Uh, really interesting. Professor Niall Moyna, Professor of Clinical Exercise Physiology in the School of Health and Human Performance at Dublin City University and, of course, star of Operation Transformation. Thanks for doing Mind Yourself now with us today. Thank you. Dermot and Dave on Today FM. Dermot and Dave. Weekdays from 9am. Today.